bits of the week and we've got them for you best bits of the week with morgan number two Welcome, welcome, in case this is your first time listening to the best bits of the week. I'm Morgan number two, and what we do on this glorious podcast is take the best seven bits from our show this week based on your engagement online, on air. If you really liked it, we're talking about it again to make sure you didn't miss anything, plus giving you some behind the scenes of those segments that went down. This week, I'm going to bring on Eddie and Lunchbox. They're going to talk about some things that happened to him during the show this week. And the behind the scenes is probably the best part. If you're a loyal listener or a B-team member, I'm sure you've already heard most of these stories. But in case you haven't and you just got to catch up on everything, this is what this is for. Plus, if you did hear everything, you get the behind the scenes. And we're kicking off this weekend's with a bonus one. So not even in the top seven, but we recorded this bit and it ended up on our podcast. So I decided to replay it again because it was actually really hilarious. Raimundo decided to bring a segment to the show about the words that everybody on the show says that drive him absolutely crazy. Apparently, we say a lot of things wrong. So listen back to this. I laughed pretty hard. Yes, he made fun of me. He made fun of all of us, and that's okay. Bonus! Raimundo, our audio producer, sent me a text last night. He goes, hey, I don't want you guys to be mad at me, but I have something I want to say on the show tomorrow about each and every person. So I don't know what he's going to say. What? But Raimundo, it is now your time. Yeah, so I hear a lot of audio, so I know basically how you guys construct sentences, everything about what you do on air. And so I came up with a list of words you all say that drive me absolutely crazy. Okay. What do you mean drive you crazy? So it's just maybe it's how you pronounce it. Maybe it's the inflection here, there. It just whatever it is, it's nails on a chalkboard for me. All right, go lunchbox first. All right, lunchbox. When he says ambulance, he pronounces it incorrectly, and it, it's like a almost a two year old, and it's just it's not funny. And I really wish you'd pronounce it correctly. <laughs> lunchbox, what's that thing you get into whenever you have a medical emergency? Ambulance. <laughs> it's an ambulance. It I can't I can't say it, Ray. It's not that I'm doing it to annoy you. I just can't say ambulance. I can't. He can say, say it. He can say it. Yes. Yes. That is uh, how I say ambulance. I if I go ambulance. I can say it, but when I say ambulance, I can't, it oh, doesn't roll. He almost got it. <laughs> what about Eddie? Yeah, Eddie is grocery store. For whatever reason, he adds an extra letter in the middle of it and like slurs a little bit. He just doesn't say it correctly. It's grocery store. I, I don't say it correctly. Where do you go to get your food? Grocery store. What? Grocery store. That's I don't. Not, he I don't says grocery store. <laughs> grocery, grocery store. Grocery. Oh. No, yeah. no, no, oh, it's gross. It's it's grocery, not grocery. Grocery. Right. No, it, I think we say grocery because like it's S H, but it's not because we're hillbillies. Yeah. Oh, but I think you say it right. That's grocery. Gro- yeah, I think it's grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. You guys are wrong. Okay. What about Morgan number two? That one is Luke Combs. I think she combines the K and the C, and it's it it's for whatever reason not said correctly, and it's it's definitely something that annoys me. Like she says, Luke Combs. Luke Combs? <laughs> I, I hear it. it. I definitely doesn't hear it. Sound I, mean, right. I say it with Dolly Parton, too, and Blake Shelton. I don't like, it's a dialect Shelton. in Kansas. Shelton. I don't totally pronounce. It's like Dolly Parton. What's the guy who sings Beer Never Broke My Heart? Luke Combs. 
Sounds fine. <laughs> I don't know, but I do hear her putting it together. But the difference is, Ray says Luke Combs, especially because Luke and Combs are the same sound. Uh-huh. Different than Dolly Parton or Blake Shelton, Luke Combs, but you can go Luke Combs. <laughs> Luke Combs. <laughs> all right, let's do a couple more. What about Amy? Saturday Night Live and Taco Bell. We oh, all know preach. that she does yeah. these terrible. Preach. <laughs> I don't understand. You put the weirdest emphasis on words. Like, the show is Saturday Night Live. That's what I say. And you say? Saturday Night Live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. And uh, what about the place where you get tacos? Taco Bell. Yeah. And we say Taco Bell, emphasis on bell. You say Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Okay. I don't know. No, now I feel nervous and everyone's judging me. But yes, I got some Taco Bell before I had Saturday Night Live. I don't know. <laughs> All right, one more. Raymond, what about me? Yeah, for you, I wish you would just say television and not TV. Because when you say TV, it, it just doesn't sound right. It comes at me really weird. What? Why? Like if I'm watching TV. No, you didn't do it. Usually you add way too many E's and you're like, TV. TV. No, do I really? I don't. I'd have I don't. to catch it. <laughs> I mean, obviously Ray knows because he hears the audio over and over. But yeah, maybe you do say okay. TV. I like how I say words. Me too. I'm a professional broadcaster. Of course you are. Thank you. Ray, well, would you like us to work on those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just from here on out, please just say television, the proper way to do it. Nobody says television. No one. I was watching television last night. Who says that? <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. All right, time to get the countdown officially going. Dan and Shay came on the show. They were talking about their latest single, I Should Probably Go to Bed. Plus, they gave us some information on the hundreds, yes, I said hundreds, of unreleased demos they have just hanging out there. Well, they're really not. Shay and Dan get into where those demos are hiding and how nobody is ever probably going to see them. So listen back to this interview. It's pretty awesome. Number seven. The Friday Morning Conversation with Dan and Shay. Hello, Dan and Shay. How are you guys? What's going on, man? This is crazy. Good to talk to you guys. Always love seeing you. Uh, congratulations on the song. My, I guess my first question, as a businessman myself, any chance you guys are, because the song is I Should Probably Go to Bed. I was thinking about you guys. Any chance you guys are lining this up with like a, a mattress company, like Sleep Number? Like you do, you could sing in the com- I should probably go to bed. Ah, uh, sleep yeah. Number. <laughs> As the guys who wrote a song called Tequila and didn't land a tequila endorsement, I don't know. It's not looking <laughs> helpful for us. So. Shay, I'll ask you a question. As you know, someone who sings so wonderfully all the time, do you ever sing a song that's like a big hit? Like, and you go, "Ooh, I just, I can't hit that note. I can't get there." Uh, no, Bobby. No, I mean, there's definitely been, I'm sure there's been a a song out there by like Mariah Carey. She's got those like whistle notes. Those, those I cannot hit. There are two Mariah songs specifically that I know where she goes, you know, it's that if you were to, could you work yep. yourself to hit one of those notes? And what is your range? Do you have a range where you like, I can go seven off? I don't even know how to classify that. Yeah, I, I honestly, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Like, I've, I've never sat down and been like, I'm going to do, you know, try to go as high as I can. But we got pretty close there. I'm, there's a note on I should probably go to bed. On the, that one was extremely high, like full voice. You know, falsetto is, is easy, but you try to get that thing full voice. I remember being in the studio and Dan was like, just, we were, that was supposed to be a falsetto note because it was just like, you know, that's a ridiculous note. We're not going to hit that. And Dan was like, just for like 
let's just do it for fun. Like, let's just try to hit it. And I was like, yeah, that's no problem. I'll just never be able to sing again after this. So we, we hit it. <laughs> and uh, now it's great because I have to do it live every night. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see about that. Dan and Shay are on with us. I should probably go to bed. About to be number one. Shay, we're on video. so, And I guess I saw you a few weeks ago at, at the golf course. But it's been a weird year. We haven't been able to spend a lot of time together. But I'm looking at you on video. And your house looks like Mansion City. I mean, I got to be, you're, you're, you're there, man. I mean, life has got to be good because, and let, this is a straight Mansion video flex. City. Is this a new house? And it is, it's straight up like ba-boom. There is a, this is, they're great. This is four ninety nine. This is the background. Uh, I'm actually, I'm in, I'm in Dan's closet right now. I'm like, I just After we make our record. Man, I, we, we finally, we got into this house. Uh, like we had bought it, I guess a few months ago, but we, I've, I've moved like, you know, not very many times. This is, this is the first, this is like forever home kind of thing. So yeah, but it's, it's, it's a nice place, but we got a great deal on it. You know? Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I, built, you t- I built the top floor myself. I built, uh-huh. uh, I built it all myself. It is. It, it's Shea Manor at this point. But this is well, this is the only room. I like, I couldn't afford the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm really down. Right now, this is the Playing. bedroom, kitchen. This is the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I have a couple more questions, and we'll call it a day here. But if you two were to, hypothetically speaking, die in like a plane crash or something, oh how? No, just hold on. Okay. Do you guys have a lot of <laughs> hold, hold on? Hold on. <laughs> do you guys have a lot of unreleased material that could keep Dan and Shay going for a long time? That's already produced. Oh man, that's that's a tough question. I mean, that's that's happened a good bit lately. Like Juice World is having tremendous success on his posthumous album, and Pop Smoke and a bunch of these folks are are killing it right now. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's like one person I think who has the Dropbox link to all of our session files and all of our demos and stuff. We're pretty precious and protective about what gets out there. So I don't know if that happened. I I would have to have somebody like that's a good good call. I'm gonna make a note of that today to like figure out what should be released, what shouldn't be released. What should be pissed here what was the dream scenario what was this what's the song that happens like immediately after because that's going to be the one you know so it's got to be right Bobby, <laughs> in you, your you will you've ruined dan now he's now he's going to be very paranoid about that because that we're going to die he's going to work on our next 17 albums for the next <laughs> year. and if i because if, if we don't dan is so dan is so you know protective with that stuff because like we have a lot of music. I'm talking like hundreds of songs, but not you know not a lot of them are like actually produced up. There's demos. So that being said, if they were going to be released, I think if we were going down in a plane crash, Dan would like break the laptop. Hundred like, percent. No, not like not like this. <laughs> uh, you guys are killing it. You know I love you both. Appreciate you guys coming on the show. Congratulations on the success, and I will see you guys soon. Love you guys, man. Thank you for taking the time, and uh, hopefully we can all hang soon when things get back to normal. We miss you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you guys. Thanks again, buddy. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. We had so many guests on the show this week, so that's why coming in at number six, we've got Tim Tebow. Yes, he's the NFL player turned baseball player television star all the things this man can basically do everything and he's a great human being so we brought him on the show to talk about his new kids book that's going to be so inspiring to all and i'm probably even going to read it because he just inspired me that much so listen back to this number six on the bobby bones show now tim tebow tim how are you 
I'm doing fantastic. Good to see you and talk with you, Bobby. Yeah, you too. I, you know, I look behind you where you're sitting, and there is a big CMA award behind you. And before we came on, Eddie goes, did Tim Tebow win a CMA? <laughs> and I said, no, but I was going to let you tell the story of why you have that CMA. Well, you know, Bobby, it's just one of my hidden talents, is, <laughs> you know, just country music. Um, no, not really. Actually, I have uh, one of Luke Bryan's CMAs, and he has my Heisman. He actually... Um, he wanted at his charity event. I put it up for auction every year because I figured it would, you know, uh, do a better job making an impact in people's lives, auctioning it off every year for six months or a year than it would just collecting dust in my house. And so him and his uh, sweet wife bought it um, at their event um, for six months. And so, you know, a couple months ago, I delivered it over there. And so it was actually the week leading up to Florida, Georgia. And Luke is a huge Georgia fan. So he started trying to tease me by uh, putting, you know, a Georgia Bulldogs jersey on it and a bunch of other things. And so then I, I secretly, his wife got me one of his CMAs. And so then I started to play a lot of practical jokes with his CMAs. So we went back and forth and <laughs> had an awesome time. And uh, thankfully, I had more bragging rights because we beat up on Georgia this year. So You know, the, the funny part of that is he brought your trophy over to my house, which, by the way, the, the Heisman is incredibly heavy. It's It's heavier than you think. And my bull, I have an English bulldog. My bulldog is the one that licked the peanut butter off the Heisman Trophy. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I'm from Arkansas, so I had no, I, you know, I had no dog in that race. So, but he was yeah, like, no skin in that game. I hear you. He called me and was like, "Hey, man, can I use your bulldog?" And I was like, "For what?" And he goes, "I got Tim's trophy." <laughs> and so he brought it over. That was it. I actually liked it. I thought that was so clever and awesome. So. It's fun to be able to, to go back and forth like that. Tim Tebow is on with us. The new book is Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember. So tell me about this book. It's a kid's book, right? It is. It's a children's book, and it's something that was um, so near and dear to my heart because I just remember when I was um, a boy and my parents would read to me before I'd go to sleep and the impact that it had. And so I wanted to write a children's book to you know for every boy or girl out there that whether they read it or their parents read it to them, um, a book about worth and meaning and purpose. Um, And this book is about um, whether your your abilities or your disabilities that, you know, you have purpose, you have meaning, you have significance, and um, how we're all part of one bigger plan. And, um, you know, it's really meaningful to me because um, the – the main character is Bronco, who is uh, who was my dog that passed away last year. But the rest of the main characters, um, all of their names were actually passed away um, wish kids that I be, uh, got very close to um, that lost their battle with cancer and now looking down from heaven. So it was a way for me to honor a lot of special people in my life and um, and also honor them with the story of, um, of all of these animals working together to um, – you know, kind of get to the, the big party and, uh, and how they realize that whether their abilities or their disabilities, that they could all use whatever they had to help one another. And uh, so it really means a lot to me. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been pretty special. Did, was it emotional for you to do a do- have a book about a dog that you love? Because for me, you know, my last book, I put my intro about my dog and it, my, his struggle before he passed away. And I, was, I still am, like, in tears when I see that thing. When I lost Bronco, um, it was, you know, um, just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but I thought it was really special to be able to honor him in this book um, and be able to um, remember him. And um, that was really special. But I also thought it was special to use him in a way that maybe could inspire and encourage 
um, young kids and their worth and their meaning and their purpose. Because, you know, I believe that no matter your background, no matter your color, um, no matter your race, um, that we all have a purpose. And um, I've been in a lot of places in my life that um, because people were born different, uh, some people viewed them as less than. And I don't believe anybody is less than. I believe that we were all created special, unique, and wonderful. And actually, that's how the book ends, that every single one of us is created special, unique, and wonderful. And I want every single kid to understand that and know that about their life, that they are one of one, and they are special, and they are um, fearfully and wonderfully made. I want everybody to check out Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember. We have Tim Tebow on with us. Now, tonight, big Monday night game, national championship game. You've won two yourself. What are these players feeling this morning? Tonight's the game, but what are they feeling 12 hours before? They're probably trying to sleep in, and it's really, really hard. You know, I, I remember the, the, the morning before a championship game, and you're trying to keep your mind off of it. You're trying to, you know, just kind of go through the motions of what your normal routine is. But let's just be honest. You can't even really swallow. You're so nervous and, and you're trying to do things that are going to take away the pressure. And so um, I think that's a big key in these games is we see it all the time. Some teams can, can they use that pressure as motivation and some teams, you know, that pressure makes them burst. And uh, I'm really excited. I think both teams are going to rise up to this pressure. I think they're going to handle it well. I think Ohio State's going to play great. I think Alabama um, has played great the entire season. So I'm so excited about this game. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think, um, I think both of these teams have a little chip on their shoulder trying to prove something as well. For you, before a big game, a national championship game or a big game in the NFL, did you ever just not sleep and you go, man, I'm exhausted because I couldn't sleep because I was so pumped up? 100%, and it was awful. That's why I became a very big fan of the melatonin. So <laughs> it was horrible horrible like horrible the night before games and so you know I, I just started to try and find different ways to sleep because I, I was never someone that had a hard time getting up for the moment getting excited getting pumped up but I did have a hard time kind of calming down and kind of having that calm before the storm and so you would try to find different remedies for that but that was I always was like you know fine you know just kind of what I, it is what it is and I'm just gonna have to find a second win because that just kind of became my routine Tim Tebow, one final question for you. Do people ever come up to you, and maybe not now because people aren't really approaching folks and we're not out as much, obviously, but before uh, coronavirus, would people ever come up to you and be like, man, I just need something motivational, like randomly? Give, give me some motivation, Tim Tebow. Actually, it does happen some way, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, at a store or like a Publix or a Whole Foods or whatever, and there'd be, you know, every now and then, just, hey, do you have a, a, a verse or a quote or something? And <laughs> You know, it does mean a lot that sometimes I'll get it and you, you can, you know, have a chance to encourage someone. But then sometimes you're like, oh, man, like, I, I got to dig deep to find something. It's like I got a mask on and I'm just trying to get a couple groceries at Whole Foods, you know. Um, and uh, so, but it is, it is encouraging if people do, um, you know, are willing to come to me and ask for, for something encouraging, especially in a hard time like right now. Tim Tebow, you guys check out Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember. Such a good message. Such a good guy, such a good dude, always been super kind to me. Tim, good to talk to you. Good luck with the book, and uh, I'll see you on TV soon. You do a great job uh, talking about the games, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Love your show, and uh, tell everybody I said, hey, man. All right, well, Tim Tebow, everybody. Bye, yeah. Tim. Bye. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan Number 2.
All right, so this week, there's been a lot of talk about Eddie's diet. He read a Matthew McConaughey book, and the book inspired him to go on this crazy diet. And Lunchbox then spilled the tea on Eddie for not following said diet. So I brought on both of them because it's always fun when we get to listen to Lunchbox and Eddie go at each other, especially when one of them spilled the tea, and that's exactly what happened this week. So Eddie, Lunchbox, thanks for joining Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, Eddie, have you eaten your <laughs> your quote-unquote diet yet today? Because well, you're full of crap. Hold on, See, hold what's on. amazing is you're full of okay, hold crap. Okay, before we even Actually. get to this part, let's let's set this up. You'll hear it in the bit a little bit later. Well, why but is he fighting with me already? This, I didn't do anything. <laughs> this diet that Eddie is following, he eats fish and vegetables, and then in the morning he eats two egg whites, right? So That's when, the diet, yeah. In Lunchbox spilled the tea because Eddie isn't exactly following the diet because egg whites, as most people do know, but apparently Eddie did not. No, he knew. No, literally- he knew. he knew. absolutely knew. He just tries to say, like, this is what Eddie does. Eddie tried to make himself like he's doing this noble thing and he's doing this crazy diet. And, oh, my gosh, look at his dedication. But he really behind the scenes is cheating the whole time. So you guys think he's better than he really is. When he's not telling you the truth. Okay, let me ask you, Morgan, number two. So if I told you I was doing egg whites and fish and vegetables, all that, whatever, and you find out that I'm eating a whole egg versus just the egg white part, would you say, oh, my gosh, what a fraud. That is so different because I ate a yolk. Then why not just say from the beginning you're eating because two eggs? Because that is not the diet, my friend. Right. The so Matthew you're not, McConaughey what? diet says egg whites. Now, I told myself that egg whites, this big boy right here, I don't think can live off just egg whites. Right. So if you're saying you're doing something, you're purposely deceiving people by saying you're doing something, but then you know you're not going to do it because you know from the beginning you're going to eat the whole egg. That was my point is – you knew from the beginning that you were going to eat the yolk. It's not true. So just the first say, two, the first two days I ate the egg whites. It was the third day. And they're when terrible, I was, which is why you stopped doing it. it the third day, I was like, I cannot put enough salt on this egg white to make it enjoyable. Nobody so just, likes egg whites, Eddie. You. Wait, does McConaughey put salt on his egg whites? Coach, I don't know the guy. I just read his book, and he literally said, here's what you do to lose all that weight. Okay, but well, I, well, I hate to say salt is not good for you to lose weight. Hey, hmm? What? Your girl over here is losing weight, and I eat a lot of salt. It just depends on the diet. I mean, so, no, listen to him, but, please. But hold on. I agree with both of you because, no, Eddie, no, you're not a fraud. Thank but you. if you are going to say you're following a diet, you do have to follow the diet as the <laughs> diet suggests. Here was my mind frame on all this. I was thinking I can't go on the radio where millions of people are listening and talk about a diet that already exists and say and just amend it. No, I want to give Matthew McConaughey his credit. It's his diet. This is how he lost all that weight because two reasons. I'm not doing it because I'm an actor and I want to be Dallas Buyers. I'm not trying to do that. I got inspired by that diet and I said this is what I was doing. And and you got to admit, Morgan number 2, this bit is customized for me and him to just throw each other under the bus, that is Oh, it, it. absolutely is. And there's always some of those that get thrown into our show. <laughs> no. But here's all the thing. You, you have inspire- to do, you, all you have to do is in the bit say, hey, I saw Matthew McConaughey's diet. He eats two egg whites. So this inspired me to try this, but I'm going to eat the whole egg. Boom. 
Then I don't have to call you out and let everybody know that you were lying to or them. Or you cannot be a Karen and say, hey, in person, when you saw me do it, because you never said a thing, I know the time he saw me do it because he stared at my hands while I was eating, eating the, the egg. And he looked at the yolk. And I knew in that mind, I was like, all right, there's a possibility this dude's going to throw me under the bus. I already know it. And I don't care. But at that moment, Lunchbox, as a friend, amigo, you could say, I thought you were supposed to just use eat the egg whites. And I'll tell you, ah, dude, I just can't do the egg whites. I'm mean, going to try it or whatever. I get it, man. That's a human thing to do. I, I would do the same thing. But, but no. No, no, no. But the on, next day on. when Bobby asks you and says, hey, are you still doing that diet? Yep, I'm still sticking to it. Just eating two egg whites. So there you go. You had a chance to say, well, actually, now I've stepped up where I'm eating two eggs. And you didn't. So then that's when I had to email Bobby and be like, look. But Eddie has been lying to you, and uh, I don't know who Amigo was, but you That'd said be you, you. Gave a, oh, you, you and me. I Amigos. thought you gave a shout out to Amigo. Um, what you said, Amigo? So I thought yeah, that's someone, friend in Spanish. Got it. Okay. But anyway, Before what I am saying is, Eddie, you, at each other. Eddie, you call me a Karen. You tell on me all the time for things. Okay, yes, you two. Thank yeah, you. you Morgan guys number two, like does to he, go at each does other he, a lot. Does he tell on it's me a lot? It's very, very much brother situation happening here with Eddie and Lunchbox. Yes, Lunch because he's definitely we not do, my brother. We do love each other. But you guys act like, you, you fight like cats and dogs, right? Yes. Okay, anyways, my point is that you inspire people to do something you're going to do. Like, you're talking about, hey, Matthew McConaughey inspired me to do this diet and I'm going to do it in a way. But, like, if you say you're doing the whole thing and listeners are like, Eddie's doing it, I'm going to try it. So all these listeners are out here probably trying the same diet, and they're eating the dang egg whites, and they're like, Eddie out here is eating the full egg. Matthew McConaughey, if you're listening, please tell these people that you're – just admit at some point in that diet you're like, hey, man, I, I just said egg whites. Like, I probably ate a whole egg one day or two days hey, or a week or no. whatever. He probably did. Guys, stop taking things literally. It's a yolk. No, Eddie, that's the point no, no, with it? diet. It's a yolk. I get it. Okay. But that's the point with the diet is that they are literal. You have to follow like line by line what they are. That's why they're called a diet. My Otherwise, bad. it's just a it's just a dietary hey, restriction. Hey, I'm gonna go run five miles today, and no matter what, I'm gonna run five miles every day the rest of the year. Well, actually, don't take that literal. But I, I tell you, I'm gonna do something. I'm only gonna run one. When you say something, so people take yolk, it literal. A yolk takes five miles down to a one. A yolk is very fat and adds a lot of calories yes. to an egg. I hate to tell you that. Get out of here. <laughs> but well, then, guys, oh, man, I'm not going to lose weight then. My bad. Oh, you, God. Hey, no, it's not may. about not losing weight. You may still lose weight, but you're not following the diet you said you were. That was the point. Hey, I think we can all agree that what happens here is that Ugh. little lies add up to big lies. No, what happens here is don't. Tr no one is your friend. When the second <laughs> you feel like someone's your uh, friend, they're go. really not. I mean, like you Eddie, telling on me. This for is what friendship is. You call each other out on the BS. We hold you accountable. That's what it is. Friends I'm hold each other accountable. You want me to just say, you know what, Eddie? Everything you do is right. No, that's not a good friend. Or just mind your own business. No, that is that my would business. Be a good well, I would say that, but since you brought it to the show, I don't think we can. Who brought it to the show? You did. You did. The what? diet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You're like, yeah, I, I'm I did. feeling attacked I did right that. now. I'm. I, I don't feel good. Like that, that's hey, like Eddie I saying I we, we're, we're going to bet five dollars. And then uh, it, yeah, and let's talk about that. No, no, we let, bet twenty dollars earlier in the week. Have you paid me? No, no, you haven't. No, we haven't. Pay me. Here's the thing. That's like saying, well, You're actually, a hypocrite. actually, I'm going to pay you a dollar. You took it literal that we were going to bet 20, but we're only going to bet one. I mean, that's well, what you did with fine. your diet. Give me 19. No, no, and I'll, I'll keep eating yolks. No, one. 
I don't know if you listeners that are listening to this feel like a therapist, but I feel like I'm a therapist when I'm talking to Lunchbox and Eddie. It's like a, being a therapist mediator in the room. But being you like, quit. Hey, and yeah, I, because There's no way you, you would carry on with this session. <laughs> end up yelling at each other. I'm like, I don't even know at this point which down the rabbit hole we have gone to find the spat that you guys are going at now. There's a lot of history here. I know. That's my point is that it spirals into so many things. It's okay. okay. Everybody knows I'm right. Eddie. No, you're not hey. always right. No, I was right on this issue. Oh, Eddie. Boy. You were not doing the diet I think you said. That, I think you doing a diet or whatever makes you feel better is wonderful. And Thank you. You should totally do it. Just next time, be totally honest so we don't have to deal with this call-out situation again. Cool? Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Egg whites, egg yolks, whatever you decide to whatever. eat. <laughs> Just put it all out there. Okay? Whatever I said. All right. Well, here you go. You can listen to the segment where this all began. Number five. Let's spill the tea. Eddie, I would like, like, yeah, sorry. Eddie, I'd like to go over your breakfast one more time. Can you just reiterate what you eat for breakfast every morning? So two egg whites in the morning. Okay. Well, you understand when you do a hard-boiled egg and you eat the yolk in the middle, that is not egg white. You have ruined your diet. I watch you in the kitchen eat the entire egg every morning. You don't even follow the Matthew McConaughey diet. So you can sit here and, oh, I've been down in eight days. You're not even doing the diet. You cheated from the start. You are null and void. You are no longer Matthew McConaughey. You're fired. Canceled. <laughs> Cancel culture 100%. You're out of here, like, buddy. Come on, dude. If you're going to do it, do it. Dang. Wait, why did you not tell us that? I just eat the eggs. I mean, I don't know. But egg whites and egg. <laughs> oh, he thought I meant white egg. Yeah, he wasn't eating blue egg is white. <laughs> So but I eat the, the whole yolk egg. part, which I think What's the is, yolk going to do? Well, Bobby, And why are we pronouncing it yolk? I'm Bobby. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Normally I'm talking to you about this ridiculousness. Yeah, all of a sudden I want to put an L in yolk. <laughs> yeah. Why would Wait, it, yolk? it is spelled it's yolk. It's yolk. I know it's, it's spelled that way, but, but when you say it. But it's Y-O-L-K, yolk. Okay. Do you can what know, do you do, say? Do you can know why? What do you say? <laughs> do you say folks? <laughs> folks? Hi, what? folks. No, good folks. What yeah. do you say egg yolk. Egg yolk. Egg what? Yolk. Yolk. I probably no, say it's it wrong. It's not woke. But it's I, yolk. But I, okay. Okay, okay Amy. Amy, well, you're, listening, you're missing the point. Eddie is cheating <laughs> on his diet the whole time. Who cares? I didn't Eddie bring is trying. Listen, guys. Eddie is trying to deflect because he doesn't even do the diet. Right. He's eating the egg yolk, and That's we right. all know he's been cheating the whole time. That's right. Preach. Don't deflect on my pronunciation of yolk, which is correct, by the way. Uh, also, I probably is right. I the difference right. is, Eddie, is that. Uh, I don't I don't condone this diet. I don't support what you're doing to yourself at Thank all. You. I think you should eat. Thank but you. the difference is egg whites are virtually like low, low calorie, got a little protein, fat free. The yolk mm-hmm. adds about five to seven grams of fat per egg. Oh my. And cholesterol. <laughs> but or something I don't like think that. that significantly changes the diet. I okay. don't I don't either, but there has to be a reason why Matthew was doing egg whites only. Oh. Crap, guys. I'm telling you. I, Our friend I, Matthew. If I take out the yolk, I don't know if I can do this diet. <laughs> And Eddie's also been eating goldfish, the cracker. No, I have five not. ounces of fish. <laughs> I we just find, took five ounces. We found all these ways he's been cheating to die. Swedish fish, yeah. goldfish. Guys, I'm not losing any weight. He's don't been know to why. Bonefish Grill every lunch. <laughs> Guys, just fish. Uh, okay, but you, hey, you're feeling good? Yeah, dude, I feel great. I mean, I'm according to my wife, I'm very angry certain times. Of I day. haven't yeah, seen so it like, yet. Why do you want to be? Because I just ate the egg. Like <laughs> That's why I'm eggs. good right yeah. now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox, thanks for spilling the tea. That is spill the tea. Hit it again. That was Let's Spill the Tea. You should stop soon, though, I would think. What? The diet or yeah. the, eating the yolk? Everything. The diet. Hey, stop eating the yolk first. 
Dude, I don't know if I can do that, honestly. But the diet, I'm telling you, I'm not going to do this forever. I'm not trying to get Matthew McConaughey size, whatever. He was like 120 pounds. I'm just trying to lose weight fast, and we'll see how it goes. Which is always very healthy. All right. right. <laughs> he like snaps his fingers. It's I like, want it fast. It's a, um, Bobby, tell him. If that it mentality. falls off fast, it comes back fast. Is that true? That's what I just said a minute huh. ago. Once you start eating carbs yeah, but again. You, you got you to speak to us like like the cavemen that we are. No. Hey, it falls off fast. It comes back fast. <laughs> what fall <laughs> down fast? <laughs> oh, wait. What? <laughs> 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 it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. It was a really big week for Bobby. Of course, all of the awesome wedding plans, but also he was really excited to share that he finally got his CDL driver's license. He passed the test. Everything went kind of great. I mean, you can listen to him share the whole story, but now he gets to finally do the TV show filming with the CDL and driving a big rig. So listen back to this moment where Bobby shares that he finally passed the test. Number four. Yesterday afternoon, I thought, I'm just going to drive down to the DMV, which is never a fun place. And I feel bad for the people that work there because nobody's in a good mood. And the lighting's terrible. It just feels you know, weird. You no problem there. with the lighting. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's more so, yeah, the overall vibe. Okay. I felt bad for the people working there because people just go up and they're all in a pissy mood, you know? Yep. So uh, I go in and I'm supposed to shoot an episode of my new show that is, you know, coming out in a few months. And one of them is going to be me driving an 18-wheeler. And I have three tests I'm supposed to pass. I've passed two of them. So we've had to not do the episode yet. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to go do it. You were feeling it? I just feel like the more I get into something, the more I learn, even if I don't pass. Like, I just get a better feel for it. It's like a job interview. When you guys go on a job interview, if it's the only job interview you do, the one you're going to be nervous as crap. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing 7A to them and you're doing it as experience, you start to get pretty good at it. So I was like, okay, let me just go take the test. And so I go, it's 50 questions. And they will shut you down if you miss. You have to make an 80 on it. And if you miss any of the que- uh, over 10 questions, I'll just shut the test down. Like you can't take any more. And so I go in and what, <laughs> how do you think I did? I hope you did. No. How do you, if you had to bet money. Let's bet money on it. Okay. Okay. 80. $5. No, do you think I passed or not if you're betting $5? $5, you passed. Okay. Eddie? $20, you passed. Okay, That's five. how confident I am. Okay. You Lunch, passed. Lunchbox? Okay. I'll say that you got to question 39 and they shut it down. Well, here's the thing. I got to... I, I finished... How many questions? Huh? How many questions were there? 50. Okay. Yeah. So I think he got to 39 and that's when he had missed his 10 and it went... Oh. <laughs> 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 like They turned the alarm like on. That 80s movie. I forget what movie that is, but License to Drive. <laughs> so I got... I finished question 40 and they... they it said, thank you for taking your exam. And so I, I'm like, oh. So I walk over to the lady, and I'm, my, I'm hanging my head in shame. And I'm going, how? Mm. I got shut down again? And I said, hey, I need to just pay for my test because I don't think I passed. It shut me down early. And she says, well, she looks at it, and she goes, huh. She goes, you didn't miss a single question. They shut it down because you couldn't have missed any. You, you, wow. you made 100%. Wow. Here it is, baby. Thank Come you very much. Hold on, let me find it. Wait, where is it? Honk the horn, dude. There we go. There's my CDL driver's permit. Look at that. What is that? Thank you very much. So it's a totally different card. Yeah. Totally different, different picture. 
The end. You're going to have two driver's licenses in your wallet now? Yeah, baby. I'm, I'll probably be on the big rig. So just wow. know, when, you're, <laughs> now, doing, when yeah. you're doing your arm pull and look over in that truck, it's it could be me be over you. there. Bones? <laughs> Thank you. Anytime Bobby has to present an ID, he's going to use his CDL one to be like, hey. Hey, pardon me, fellas. Which one would you like? The normal car or the big daddy? Just give me an ID and shut up. I can drive a bus. <laughs> if we, It's just a learner's permit right now because yeah. I have to go do the... the Driving part of the test. Mm-hmm. If I can drive, put somebody in the truck with me, I can drive big wheel all across the country. What yeah. do you mean to haul? Strawberries? Walmart? What do you want me to haul? I can do anything. <laughs> Follow me to freshness? <laughs> wow. Look Congratulations. At me. I was so proud of myself. So, yeah. I'm never proud of myself. Most times I hate myself and I'm annoyed by me. But I left and I was like, you know, I didn't quit. It didn't go right for me a couple times, but I hung in there and got it. Nice work, man. So did we get $5? No, I didn't take the bet. I just wonder what you would bet. Oh. oh. <laughs> Lunchbox right. would pay you. He put 100 that I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> no, no, I ain't paying you crap. <laughs> just remember who believed in you. Thank you. But I was pretty pumped with myself, if I'm being honest. So now we're trying to reschedule that episode where I can go drive the big rig. Yeah. I got to be honest, though. I don't know what some of that stuff means. I've never been in a truck. I just memorize words. Oh, great. They were like, double clutch, shift, doop, doop, up, down, lift, drip. got it? I was like, no. <laughs> no I, just... I remembered what the wor- the combination of words. Yeah, but then once you apply those words to action a few times, you'll get it. Do you think anyone's ever gotten a learner's permit for a CDL who's never actually been in a truck? Don't know. Probably not. I don't even think I've, except for like at a gas station, walked up near one. It's just pretty intimidating. Yeah, they're huge. They are, yeah. But uh, you know what I'm going to do, though, now? I'm going to put one of those horns in my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so there we go. I have my my CDL learner's permit. I'm be hauling, being driving buses. Man. What if you seem like driving Jake Owen's bus? I'm like, <laughs> I just, I'm just like, you know what, guys? I got to get away this weekend. I'm gonna go drive Jake to his tour. All right, Jake, let's go. Bug at the band in here. Hey, you gonna keep that for the rest of your life, or you have to renew it? How does I that work? No idea, Eddie. Okay. Do you know on a truck you don't put your hands at ten and two? What? You put them side, so that would be nine and three. Why? Uh, so you have a better control of the steering wheel. Interesting. Mm. It's just more to control. I've seen some truckers, they get a they got a knob on it, you know, on just wheels. So they just do one hand with a knob and they turn like that. That You're, wasn't in the book. It's not, it's probably if you hack. see that, you tell me I'm going to turn them in because I know people <laughs> and in the then, DMV. Bones, at the truck stops, they sell those headsets, you know, so you can talk in the CB without actually grabbing it with your hands. Nice. You should get one of those. I should just get a CB for my car and the horn. For sure. Dang. Uh, what, what's your 20 there, Raimundo? <laughs> Over and out. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Like I said, we had so many awesome guests on this week. So, of course, Blake Shelton, who was on for our Friday morning conversation. And let me tell y'all, we talked about mullets, okay? Blake Shelton commented on if he would go back to having a mullet again, which is the news that everybody wants to hear. I mean, mullets are making a comeback thanks to Morgan Wallen. And we found out if Blake Shelton would actually bring his mullet back. And he did confess something about it. Yes, he did try, but it didn't go quite like he wanted to. So listen back to this full interview. He talks about his new song and all the good things happening in his life right now. But most importantly, the mullet. Number three. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, we are the Bobby Bone Show. That's right. On the phone right now is Blake Shelton. Hey, we got a new song out today, huh? We do, and uh, it's we we kicked around actually releasing this song uh, last last year at the end of uh, the year December, and and uh, and Happy Anywhere was still kind of having its moment at uh, at country radio, and, and we didn't want anything to get in the way of, of that record because that's been a, a a fun record to have, and and didn't want anything to interfere with 
what it what it may go on to do. Uh, and so we backed out, and, and uh, now we're releasing this song, Minimum Wage, which I've actually had recorded now for uh, maybe a year or something, and, and just, you know, everything kind of got thrown, spun out last year, obviously, as it did for everybody else. And, and uh, so we're going to come with a new album that this will be the first single off of that album, and, and we're pumped about it just because it's it's up-tempo, it's fun and, and full of energy and and uh, I definitely need some of that in my life, <laughs> and, and and hopefully uh, everybody kind of needs some of that. If you put out a song and it does not go number one, is that a disappointment to you? <laughs> uh, well, that's been a disappointment, not just at this point in my career. I mean, it, if you're going to release a song to radio, I mean, it, it, you're lying to everybody. If you say it's not in the back of your mind that you hope it goes number one, I mean... You, otherwise, you wouldn't even release it to, to radio and go through, you know, the promotion process and, uh, you know, all the things that you that you have to do to to be a part of that world. I mean, you know, I mean, you see it every week. Somebody is trying to get their record to number one, and and uh, you know, for me, it's not that I expect it to go number one, but at the same time, I I'm disappointed if it doesn't, just because I know how hard everybody on the team works to get those things to the top, you know, and it just, it's what you try to get done. Blake Shelton on with us. What was the first job you had where you made minimum wage? I roofed houses in, in Ada, Oklahoma. And, uh, it may have been more than minimum wage. Than I think about, it. I think I got paid $8 an hour. Uh, and I feel like way back then minimum wage might've been like $6 an hour or something closer to that. So, but man, I, I stepped right into the big money roofing houses you know i roofed houses too in arkansas but i didn't i don't know if you started like i did i had to be tear off guy first before i was yeah actually the guy with the shingles is that was that your path i, I never worked up to shingle guy in two years <laughs> i was tear off guy and uh carry i was i could carry by the end of the run i could carry two bundles of shingles up at a time on on my shoulder which is like 120 pounds that was the only time in my life i was ever in shape of course i was still a teenager so i had that going for me <laughs> how do you feel about the return of the mullet because I mean, what do people say about yours back in the day versus you know kind of the new generation of the mullet uh, here's how i feel about it because i i'm a little jealous uh, uh and that's being honest i am very, i'm a little jealous that i don't have the mullet but here's what i've found is you know you look at like morgan wall and he's a good looking guy and, and he's in shape and and when i tried to Growing my mullet out this last last year during the the quarantine time, I realized you, for me you can't be fat and have a mullet. Like you, it has to be, you know what I mean. In order to get away with it, you have to have something else going for you. And, and you know, back in the day when I had one, man, I was skinny, and that's not how it is anymore. And so I'm gonna have to if I'm going to have the mullet, I gotta lose hundred. 50 pounds. That's a lot. That's a big number. <laughs> That's how it is, man. Okay. That's how it is. I'm sorry, Bobby. Blake, this whole controversy about minimum wage, when it finally gets to you that people are, I don't know, whatever they are, do you roll your eyes or do you go, hey, there's something to this? Uh, well, I've learned over the years not to just roll my eyes, you know, until I really get to the bottom of whatever the particular controversy is that time. <laughs> Uh, but when I saw what this one was, it, it, I mean, I don't want to dismiss 
everything, but it kind of was a roll of the eyes because I think if there's if you can find something offensive about this song, <laughs> I mean you're either you're just looking for a fight or you're probably not a country music fan to begin with. You know, it's I really can't uh, draw a connection between anything controversial and a and a love song, but you know it's uh, it's the times we're in, I guess, but. Uh, we're just we're proud of the song and and, uh, and we love it. Yeah, which is weird because as soon as I heard about the the controversy, I came on and was just railing against you know these it, overly woke folks. Is what I was calling them. And then I yeah. started to get pushback for standing up for the fact that it was a metaphor for life, and that I was someone who grew up on minimum wage for most of my life, and I wasn't. It, I was just so irritated that I heard Ronnie Dunn standing up for it too. Like, what in the world is happening with folks? You know, at some point, I think you just got to go. Okay, well, um, that's your if that's your take. We're we're going to keep going on with reality on this road, and you can take whatever turn you want to, uh, because it's at the end of the day, it's a song about if you got love, then then you then you've got the everything that matters, you know. Uh, and uh, again, if there's something offensive about that, then I, uh, this is not the the world I want to live in. Have any of your other songs sparked up a debate? Like, do people get upset about Hillbilly Bone? Because you know, you you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> only, you know, only time that people get upset about that song is when we perform it live and Trace actually points uh, in the in the, in the area. <laughs> he, makes a, he makes it a big deal every time it gets to the chorus. Like, he's got a point to himself to be sure you understand exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't what? know what to say. He yeah, I don't. That. You know. Yeah, that. I don't know what to say. Oh, I, at first I thought yeah. he meant he points to a hillbilly in the crowd. No, it, it, but it, he's pointing to his no. can say that. area. Yeah. Bone, ba ba bone, ba bone, ba bone. What? Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's Trace. That's Trace. That's not me. Finger cards and letters. Trace action. Okay. Blake Shelton's on with us. I just got a couple more questions for you. Uh, I was talking to Devin Dawson recently, who is one of the writers on God's Country, and he told a story about how they they had sent like a playlist to you of a few songs, and that God's Country was one of the first ones on that playlist. Can you just kind of tell me your version of the story about hearing God's Country? I was well. I don't think I heard the other songs that they sent uh, uh, because once God's Country was the first song on that email or whatever I got and I stopped right there I was on my uh there's a rumor going around that I was on my tractor uh but I was actually on my skid steer which is a different kind of equipment <laughs> but I had a bluetooth in that thing and I was I was mowing and doing some things and, and I figured out how to the only reason I think I even tried to open the email was to see if I could learn how to use my bluetooth in there <laughs> and uh and I turned it on, and and man, I was I was shocked. I was blown away. I couldn't even believe what I was hearing because I knew that it was it was a it was a game changer. It was uh, that like nothing would be the same for any of us involved after this song, as far as uh, from a career standpoint, and and what it was going to to do, you know, and in my mind anyway. Because every time you record a song, you think, oh my God, this, this could do this or that. Uh, and this one to me seemed like it would just uh, almost 
uh, just start a, a, a new chapter for me. And it did, to be honest. Uh, it's one of the few times that I actually had a vision that came true. <laughs> yeah. That, that, my last question for you. You have 28 number ones now. 28. Like, once concerts return, you're at the point now where you could do two nights in a city playing pretty much all number ones and other massive songs that didn't quite go number one. Is that something that you'd want to do, is do two nights in a city, making sure you get all the hits in? Uh, well, I, I want to play in front of a, of a full uh, crowd, and two nights probably will be one night too many for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess if people would promise they would come back again the second night, then yeah, that would be a blast. I used to always think that about George Strait. I always thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if he did like a, a marathon, like a four or five hour concert, just all his number one hits, and it was on HBO or or something like that, but yeah. Uh, that's my big idea for George, anyway. He needs it. I think he's looking. He's in <laughs> yeah. the business for some career advice, yeah. so I'm going to hit him up yeah. and tell him. He loves it. He loves to work, I tell you. Uh, Blake Shelton, hey, great to talk to you. Uh, Minimum Wage is a great song. Played it earlier. Love that you came on to talk about it, and uh, good to talk to you. See you soon, bud. Thanks for your support, buddy. You're welcome. See you, Thanks bud. Thanks for supporting love. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Blake Shelton. Let's go. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. All the guests. I'm telling you, it was a week full of guests, but this one was the really funny one because we brought on Seaforth to compete against the Raging Idiots, which is Bobby and Eddie, and they were competing for basically their look. So I brought on Eddie to talk about this because Eddie is the one who started this entire confrontation. Eddie? Okay, so it all started... Right before the Christmas break, I got my mail. They come in and they tell me, hey, Eddie, you got some mail? And I look at it. I look at some here. It's a nice little Christmas card. And I get one from a record label, RCA. And on there, it has a picture of all their artists. And I look at it. I'm like, there's two guys there in the bottom. And I go, huh? Who are these dudes? They look just like me and Bobby, the Raging Idiots. Okay, as far as... Personal look, no, but they have the blacked rim glasses Correct. and the funky hat look going. Guys, and it's a duo. Since day one, when we started our band, Bobby's worn glasses his, his entire life. I wear a hat, like a fedora hat or whatever, and that was just our look. Yes, I'm balding a little bit, so it was my security blanket to always wear a hat. So that was our look from day one. What, we started a band seven years ago? And then I see this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is good to talk about on the radio. So I sent it to Bobby. I said, look at these dudes stealing our look. And then Bobby took it from there. And, of course, this is where the whole challenge happened. They, <laughs> they competed in a game of chance with eggs, which was totally wild. They competed in a game of chance with eggs, which was, like, just totally wild. And then they played some, like, mini hoops in the studio Eddie, going into this whole thing, were you, like, a little worried? You're like, mm, what if they win? I was. I was worried. But, you know, from the very beginning, the way Bobby set it up, it was a win-win for us. Like, not once did he did they tell us, like, all right, you have to lose this or you can't do this. It was literally, if you win, you get to play on the radio. <laughs> the band could play a song on the radio. And if you lose, you have to lose your whole look. <laughs> like, it was never bad for <laughs> this us. This is true. Never at any point in time was it discussed that you were Bobby, obviously, had to lose. <laughs> right. That look. <laughs> yeah, so at the beginning, I'm like, this is a bad deal for them. I would, if I was their manager, I would say, do not take this. But they took the challenge, they accepted the challenge, and I, I loved it. I love that a stupid idea that came from before the holiday break lasted this long. And the most surprising thing, 
is I'd never heard of them really. So listening to them play was amazing. They were so good. And I'm glad they got to play. And I feel like we're going to be pretty good friends from here on out. I do. Well, and people might have missed this because there was so much happening in, in the interview and the challenge. But at the very end, they had commented that back when they were in Australia, they're from Australia, they had sort of a comedy group as well yeah. that did parodies. And I'm like... You know, I didn't catch that. Yeah, exactly. It happened at the very end of the interview, and I believe it was Tom, the the one who is Ooh, like you and wears the hat. Um, he was like, yeah, we ha- I don't remember. Sweet Boys, so- something boys. Yeah, sweet Boys. Yeah. And um, he mentioned that they had like a parody group, and I'm like... Hold the irony right now. Yeah. And nobody else caught it. And I was just sitting here like to myself and nobody's even recognizing this fact. But do you think you could do like a parody group with the both of your parody groups? Like, you know, like no. a collaboration. No, here's the problem with comedy. You can't have too many funny guys up, up there at the same time. When you have all these funny guys, then it's just like uh, everyone's in competition and then it's not funny anymore. Like sometimes I've seen it back in the day. They used to do like Larry the Cable Guy with uh, Jeff Foxworthy and like two other dudes. And it always felt like they were not really laughing at each other's jokes because comedians don't think other comedians are funny. Like, I know they really don't. I think comedians really just think they are funny. So. Okay, but not even like, just not not like a, a total group clap, because let's be real. Y'all are better on your own. Like, Raging Idiots yeah. already has its thing going. But like a collaboration so parody. There, so there was talk in this segment, too, that once we go back on tour, we would like for them to open up for us. Yeah. So to me, that's like a, a double whammy for anyone that can come to any of these shows if they ever happen. Cross our fingers. Hopefully in 2022. Oh, gosh. Right? Hopefully sooner than later. Well, this segment was definitely one of my favorite of the week. I laughed throughout the entire time and watching props, everybody compete. Props to you. You probably captured the one of the best pictures I've ever seen <laughs> of all of us reacting to Mitch when hitting the egg to his head. Yes. Definitely so a photo you have to see. You go to our Twitter account. I posted it. It's like a series of photos, and you just see... The defeat of Seaforth and the excitement <laughs> of the Raging Idiots. And I do video, so I saw the video and I kept doing frame by frame to see like how she actually caught this picture because it literally lasted for one second. <laughs> that reaction went from, <gasps> and she caught that, oh, mouth open, and a second later it was gone because we were jumping up in celebration. Yep, and the egg yolk was everywhere. <laughs> it was so, a great photo. Props to you. Thank you. Definitely check that out, but listen back to this segment because I'm telling you, it will give you a good laugh for a solid weekend. Number two. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Seaforth. All right, these two guys are here. <laughs> good to see you guys again. How are you? Man? Good. We're actually gambling their hat and glasses if they lose, and if they win, they get to perform on the show. And not only that, I don't know if they told you, but if you win, you also will be our featured artist on our national countdown show. Hey. No way. No way. Yeah. That's I, crazy. But that's only if you win. That's only if you win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so take it half easy. Excitement, half excitement. So what's No, ha- believe in yourselves. Okay. I've been practicing. Yeah. Uh, not that you can really practice this, but. They uh, introduce yourselves. I'm Tom. My name's Mitchell. Oh, so, so Tom wears the hat like Eddie wears. Yeah. And we have a band called The Raging Idiots. Mitchell. Wears the glasses like I do. And you guys, we've obviously been your inspiration for years. Yeah. And we're, we're putting it on the line today. Come on. We're tired of them ripping us off. Although they're way more talented than us. Although they're everything more than us. But they look just like just us. Just like us. Which stuff. is not cool. We were getting away with it until we moved to it. You know, in Australia. <laughs> we should have stayed there. Yeah. So what we're going to do first is we're going to go up. And there are 12 eggs 
11 of them are hard boiled. One of them is just a raw egg with a yolk in it that's gonna go all over us. We'll grab an egg, smash it against our head. Hopefully it's hard boiled. All right. But the person that gets the yolk, the, the full normal egg, loses. That's the loser. That's, that's <laughs> round one. Are we ready? Oh, ready. Let's walk up to the table. I'm gonna lose immediately. You I know reckon? it. I know it. I can't pick a, a raw egg. <laughs> hey, Raymondo, will you play a clip of Seaforth for our audience, please, and, and tell us what song you're gonna play here? This is Close Enough. They're playing close enough right now. Nice. And I can feel America vibing hard right now yes. with this. There it is. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. So we are now standing at a table. The egg number 12 is brown. Uh, yeah, that's a trick egg. It's deceiving. And all the other ones are white. They're all numbered. So you guys can pick. Would you like us to go first? Or would uh, you? I'd love to see you guys go first. Okay. Just right. just <laughs> just I'll go Let's first. Go. That could be dangerous. I'm going to pick number... Three. Ooh, that's, oh, that's wow. brave. That's brave. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Gee, that's brave. Pick it up gently. So you're just going to... Take gonna your glasses yeah, off. Yeah, no, no, just go. Yeah. Please do not be a bad egg. Hey! Oh! Hard boil. No, I, I mean, I shouldn't be clapping. Yeah, no, wait, yeah, no. I survive <laughs> again. All right, I'll get glasses right. and glasses. All right, Mitchell, All right. go ahead. Feeling <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Nine. Nine. Here we go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> We have another round of a different game. <laughs> right. We really I'm gonna get it first egg is gonna be at. I can't believe that was the first thing. Wow, okay, okay that happened fast. <laughs> wow. Incredible, dude. He, he just threw his glasses across the room. <laughs> Sorry, he had I, egg. Thought was, I thought that was it. I was ready to give up. All over his Back head. All right, we have now moved over to the basketball court that we have set up in the studio. This is a Fisher Price Little Tykes goal. Amy, how tall is this goal? About three feet. Okay, so it's a three-feet goal. We have these little, small rubber balls, and each team gets seven shots. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, uh, C4th, we'll go first. You'll shoot your seven. We'll see if we can beat it. You can can pick who shoots and how you shoot. doesn't matter. Any any order, seven shots. Here we go. Shot number one. Come on, Tom. In the net. You got it, Tom. Oh, Oh, so close. Number one is a miss. Should we just go one for one? Yeah. All right, Mitchell, you're up. Should we throw on the eggs? (laughs) Shot number two oh, is a miss. Air ball. Not even close. All right. Not even close. All right, Tom. Okay. Pressure's on. Okay. Shot number three. Oh! Swish. Let's go. Athlete. Okay. He's an athlete. Amy, yes, what? Well, no, I'm just making. They're. Oh, it's one for four. They meant to go like right in there, you know. Hey, Mitchell, you didn't hit the rim though that time. No, no, no. Rim Kardashian. One for four. C fourth is shooting their fifth ball now of seven. Oh, that was like in and then out. One for five. Eddie, give him the ball. Why are you making him chase the ball? It's warm. It's warm. Here we go. The sixth shot. You do do underarm. Oh. oh, one for six. Gosh, this is not looking good. I'm moving back for sure. We're in trouble. This is it, right? This is it. They're one for six. Never felt more pressure in my life. Here we go. And. Oh! Two for seven. Now, I'm going to let Eddie shoot all of ours. There you go. That easy, huh? Eddie, 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 Eddie. They went two for seven. Eddie, you can do this with your eyes closed. You need three to win. All right, here we go. Here we go. Eddie shooting his first shot. Let's get one on the board early. Here we go. Shoots. 
Come on! Oh, oh, come on! That was nothing but net. One. I'm shocked right now. Eddie with one. Big, I'm telling you, I big shot. Oh! oh, he made two in a row. Eddie, go eyes closed just to rub it in. Rub it in. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. No, no. Here we go. Eddie's his third shot. Up. Oh. Hey, do Steph Curry shoot it and turn your back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> two, two for three. <laughs> one, one more for the win. Here we go. Bobby's got to hit. Oh! oh and he hits it. Oh, I did. I did it. <laughs> yeah! We could not have lost. So now what? Well, oh. now we do the ceremonial. So do you wanna? They're get, we're gonna. They have to forfeit their hat and glasses for a year. All right. They have to loot. Oh that, my God. They stole our look. Can't see. So we're gonna play some ceremonial music here. Okay. Right, now are those glasses? Do we have a fire pit? That we can. No, we're just. I'm gonna keep them on my desk so the listeners can always see them. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So um, are, are those prescription glasses? Yeah. Oh, you can, you can. I'm tell. But you have I'm glasses blonde. though that are aren't dark rimmed. I'm assuming. No. Mm. This is the, this is the one. <laughs> That's it. This That's is all it. He's this, got. this is it for me. Seaforth uh, is in studio. It's they, gonna be a struggle of a week. They, yeah. You didn't have your best performance today, Mitch. I'll be honest. No, it was terrible. The egg, egg, egg first go. Didn't didn't hit a basket. Shot. I'm terrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, um. So I'll be. You can go ahead and put your glasses right up here on the on the desk. There they are. Here it done. Wait, wait, Bones, are we keeping the glasses? Yes, yeah, for a year. And the hat? Can yeah. I have the hat, too? Well, yeah, come put, on, Tom. Put it up here. Just lay he right can't there. see the desk. <laughs> he can't see the desk. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. All right. And Tom, hat's, if you'll... Yeah. Sure. He's taking his hat off. Nice. We have them both. Eddie? Yeah. How do I look? <laughs> hey! I mean, it looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> look pretty good. Well, boys, it's been fun. Thanks. Don't Thanks. let the door hit you on the way out. There we go. Kick. Appreciate you guys. We will. I, I'm, I'm being told here. We have a little time. So we're still going to let you play coming up in the next segment. Hey. Well, that's very kind. Uh, and, and and proper, it, being the nice guy, I'm going to let you wear your hat and glasses for your final performance. Wow. Right here on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They can do it. Coming I've back, never been so happy. We're going to hear Seaforth perform so live on the show. Oh, sweet. Their sorry. last, this is like the Rolling Stones final tour. No, this is huge. If you don't get to see them before they all die, you don't get to see them ever. <laughs> this will be the last time Seaforth ever finale. wears their glasses and hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what does Seaforth mean? So Seaforth is actually the, the suburb that we grew up in, Sydney, Australia. So we've known each other since we're three years old. We went to Seaforth Kindergarten as well. So we thought it, we'd take a little piece of home with us. When did you two start doing music together in Australia? About six, seven years ago. What's the Australian country music scene like? It's good. Like it's like there's a lot of it, man. It's very uh, there's a lot of amazing artists and stuff. It's just not as kind of I guess broad as it is here, you know. And, and Nashville and everything became a very real dream pretty quickly for us, you know. And uh, and so we just figured, why not, you know? Did you guys have? A moderate amount of success in Australia as a country act, or did you go? Honest, we're just going to go take it all on. In America? Honestly, yeah, yeah, not really at all. We kind of had our sights set on the U.S. and Nashville from the beginning, so we started making trips out quite early when we started the project, um, and kind of had our sights set to come out here where where the home of country music is. Yeah. C Fourth is in studio, and uh, by the way, Mitch, you, are you eligible for LASIK eye surgery since you can't wear your glasses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it, so maybe I might have <laughs> to look into that now. Yeah. Uh, do you guys play golf? Dude, We've tried very lightly. poorly. You very both, poorly. Uh, yeah, Ter- saw, apparently we're terrible at everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, basketball, golf. <laughs> okay. Why there, do you ask? 
Well, I just I knew you guys had been trying to play a little bit lately. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Trying is the key we word there. Yeah, <laughs> top golf, uh, and then on the on the actual course, it's it's pretty embarrassing. C fourth is here. They're gonna play. By the way, what are you gonna play uh, before? I uh, we're gonna play our new song called Breakups, which is out today. Yeah, actually today it is. Actually Funny enough, yeah. yeah, fun. What a weird coincidence. What? Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Okay, so I hope you guys. Um, well, you can listen to them. I've actually never heard them play live before. <clears throat> cool. So if they suck, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> if we suck, it's gonna be like eggshells in my nasal <laughs> gonna, cavity. We yeah. have other eggs. We can throw at you. Throw at us. Here you can follow them. We are C fourth, and here yeah. they are playing their new song called Breakups. Yeah. Thank you guys. You're the only one in the world I want to talk to right now The only one to pick me up on a night like this And I know You'll be the first thing on my mind in the morning mm. Sober or drunk, you're the one that I just miss I said I wouldn't call, we said we wouldn't talk at all It always ends bad But I'm looking at my phone and if you're not alone I don't think I could take that Cause I'm drunk at a bar at 2am And I just want to talk to my best friend I said I wouldn't call, we said we wouldn't talk at all But right now, all I want to do is hear your voice Pretend it doesn't hurt like hell Drink some wine and talk about the past And not go ten steps back But breakups don't work like that Come on. Look at yeah. these guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was cheers, really good, cheers. guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. Wow, look at you guys. That's awesome. Thank that was, you. Holy crap. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thanks, dude. Well, well, well. Um, and now I feel bad taking their hat and glasses. Right, They're so I good, know. I don't want to steal their look. <laughs> Too bad, though. We got to take it back. Well, here's, here's, the, here's the deal I'll make. Oh, okay. Because you guys are, are uh, exceptionally talented. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thank I expected you, you to be good. I mean, you're signed to a big label, but I, that was better than I was expecting. Mean, that was that was premiere. <laughs> thank oh, you. Thank that's you, the, man. that's really like one of the, probably the first or second time we really like, like properly played, played that song. song as well. So, yeah. thank, okay, well, here's the deal. Ne- never do it again. <laughs> only here. That's the only performance ever. Um, wow. That's by the way. These two guys are C fourth. You know what's interesting about you two is that you both sing a lead in the song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, that's not the case, right? With duos or trios, right? Do you? Is there? How do you decide who sings what? Uh, it's usually a fight. Nice right. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball yeah. shootout. It's, 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 it's definitely not basketball or, or egg uh, egg smashing. Or golf. Or golf. Well, yeah. I'm I'm impressed. Oh, Thanks, thank man. you, man. How Thanks about this? Okay. Once things, this is the deal I'll make with them. Okay. First of all, we're going to need. Maybe not that hat and those glasses if you love them so much. We're going to need a pair of glasses and a hat to keep up here as our victory. You can okay. keep wearing those. Great. I got you. But, but secondly, you have to agree on the spot now that at some point, maybe end of this year, once we can do shows again, maybe next year, you have to come and open up for Eddie and I. Ooh. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. And okay. 100%. We have to make a point. You guys, obviously, like Raging Idiots, it's amazing. We, in Australia and stuff, we actually started a project called The Sweet Boys. That is literally like parodies kind of as well. Parody so songs and stuff. So it's funny that yeah, it's funny how they look like us and do things <laughs> no, like us. Yeah, yeah it's just like hilarious. Two, 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 I was talking about it the other day. Look. Different look. <laughs> hilarious. So <laughs> to- total necks and chains is our thing with the Sweet Boys. You guys, you guys cover anything? You guys do any any cool covers? Sure. 
I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Can. I mean, I, I'm inclined to ask him for another song. Let's okay. do it. All right, All right. Sure. What, what can you give us in the cover world my that's pretty new? in that room uh, in there. If we'll I do, but yeah. Uh, chasing you, Morgan been, Wallen. Yeah, we've been messing around with this Morgan Wallen song a bit lately. He's an up-and-coming country Wait artist that's, that's really... I've heard of him. <laughs> Just kidding. He's the best, man. Here they are doing Chasing You from Morgan Wallen. This is Seaforth. Used to chase that Chattanooga fray A couple of kids in a Chevrolet Catch a little air when we cross the tracks Sipping on something from a paper sack Hanging shirt on the maple lamp Slipping through the moon to the river bend Wasn't very long, I was jumping in Jumping in I guess I'm still doing now What I was doing then Chasing you Like a shot of whiskey Burning, going down, burning, going down, chasing you like those goodbye taillights. Headed west to anywhere out of this nowhere town. Chasing that freedom, chasing that feeling that got gone too soon. Chasing that you and me, I only see in my review. Yeah, I'm laying here tonight holding someone new. Still chasing you, still chasing you, still chasing you, still chasing you. There they are, Seaforth. There it is. Look at that. Hey, hey, happy Yeah. Come on. Man, they're so good. Ah, hey, yeah. thank so you. So good. Like, it's not even a bit anymore. I don't want to take their glasses. I know. <laughs> we're we're so sorry. <laughs> thank you, guys. We should have never Appreciate questioned it. you. No. So we're ending it like this. Okay. You will deliver us a hat. Dale. And on that hat, you will write... We stole your look, signed Seaforth. <laughs> love it. I loved it. You I will deliver it. us a pair of glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. And somehow that will say the same. And then at some point <laughs> in 2021 or 2022, we'll bring you out on the road with us and you'll open up for us. Right. We'd Let's love go, it. dude. Yeah. Absolutely love okay. it. Thank we you. feel good about that. Oh, it's a great deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There they are, Seaforth. Follow them. We are Seaforth on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the new song Breakups is out today. Great to meet you guys. Thank you, Thank guys, you so much for having us. us. Great to meet you. Yeah, great cheers, sports. Guys. You're terrible at eggs, terrible Ter- at basketball, <laughs> but you're great at music, so don't yeah. quit. Yeah. All right, there they are. See you. Yeah. See you guys later. Thank you. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. And we couldn't leave this show without, of course, bringing in at the number one spot, Bobby sharing that Amy and her kids are going to be a part of his and Caitlin's wedding. This was easily the most engaged topic of the week on our social media. Everybody was so excited to hear what role Amy and her kids were going to be playing in Bobby's wedding. So listen back to this really sweet moment. I think all of us were crying some happy tears. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to see the photos of all of this going down this summer. Number one. We had our where we go and you kind of do what everyone at the wedding is going to do as far as food. And you pick a wedding cake and... We did that yesterday, and so Caitlin was like, don't eat lunch because we're going to be t- – and they bring you every appetizer that you were going to have, and I had like a little I, – I don't want to say too much about it yet. Okay. But I have like a little appetizer. I have another little appetizer, and they're like, okay, this is going to be the meal, and they bring the full meal out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, which cake would you like? It's like an hour and a half long process. Everybody's super nice, and we're, it was a bit different because you're so socially distanced at this point. They drop in front of you, then you have to kind of walk and get it and bring it back to your seat. Okay, weird. Um, well, just because no one's getting close to each other. Sure. 
And so then they're like, okay, let's try cake. And they bring out, we had picked, they'd give us like 15 flavors of cake. And we had picked like our favorite three. And so they brought out the three flavors and we tried all the cake. And there were many cakes, but it was a cake for like four people, each of them. So we saved a bunch of it for Amy's daughter who wanted the cake. Nice. But we picked our cake yesterday. And I know you guys made fun of me for Funfetti. Yeah. Did they have Funfetti? Of course they did. It was amazing. Wow. It was amazing. Hey, so the first thing that comes to mind when you're telling me this, so can you can you go eat? Like, is it enough to eat? So, like, can you go and tell them, like, hey, I'm getting married, I'm trying out some food, and they can test they can test it, and you can go eat for free and then be like, I don't like it, and then not get it? That's, that's a very lunchbox thing to ask. <laughs> I just wait, came to my mind. Eddie, I'm sure they put down some sort of a deposit. Did you say so you paid for the meal before? I don't know. <laughs> Eddie... Kaylin is running this wedding. <laughs> They're not just like, oh, okay, here. Try we had food. to set it up. Okay. Yeah. I think we are using the company already. Mm-hmm. So there's a you deposit. You to commit to that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, but we did it and it was great. And so we picked our food and hopefully we get to have a wedding are this we, summer. Does, is food just blanket option or will guests get to choose steak or chicken? It'll be one of those dual things. Mm-hmm. Surf and turf? Not at the same time. <laughs> we had to pay for that. Okay. <laughs> Calamari? I don't know. No, I don't do octopus anymore. Why? What happened? <laughs> because it's a squid. It's not an octopus. I don't it's care. A squid. If yeah, it, it even feels squid. like an octopus, I ain't touching it. Why? Because <laughs> of his movie. Mm-mm. Did you watch it? Oh, that. Did you what, watch Mr. My Octopus Teacher? No, I didn't. That's. You're no. going to watch My Octopus Teacher and go, oh, they're smarter than we are. No, it's like eating a dolphin. I'm oh, not going to ruin yeah, Calamari. That. Wait, now you see them as a pet? You go, watch it. Go watch My Octopus Teacher on Netflix and get back to me. Great. Because you will go, never eat an octopus again. What's o- it's so squid. I've never eaten an octopus, Wait, so by squid? the way. Hold squid on. is different. Calamari is squid. Oh. Squid I- is like this big. See how stupid squid are. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not very <laughs> I'm smart. I'm only going to eat things I think are far, <laughs> far stupider than we are. Um, I don't eat an octopus anymore, if I've ever. I thought squid was octopus. So I'm pretty stupid. It looks like. My son was brave one time at a restaurant. He ordered octopus. And I was like, oh, really, big guy? You're going to, you have to eat every single bite from this thing. It came out and it was slimy and it was gross. And he ate it, but he, it took him like two hours to eat it. Are squid dumb or no, Mike? He said they're in the same family and just as intelligent. Oh. oh yeah. Yes. Amy, watch my octopus teacher. I, I don't. Watch it with your daughter. Okay. Oh. We both like calamari. So yeah. don't ruin that for us. Just because you like it doesn't mean you should just check it out. Okay. okay. There you go. By the way, um, you're going bridesmaid shopping, dress shopping with Caitlin today? Yes. We try on dresses today. I guess that's kind of an announcement. Uh, I think you are pound for pound the most important person to Caitlin and I both at the same spot in our wedding. Oh. Like for to both of us. And so Amy is going to be a bridesmaid with Caitlin and her daughter is also going to be a bridesmaid junior? Junior bridesmaid. So because we could do that and they're both in the wedding, that you guys are going to wear the same dress, like a boy-girl band? I have no idea. I, <laughs> brides do it differently. That's going to be up to Caitlin. Yeah. That was the thing. I didn't know whenever we talked about it. I was like, oh, am I, am I going to be on Bobby's side or on Caitlin's side? And apparently Bobby's OCD couldn't have a girl on his side. Well, that's a little bit true, too. <laughs> and then... <laughs> He's like, that'll throw everything off for the pictures. It would throw everything off. I don't like that mm. when it's all, but you, that's my life anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Order. Yes. Very organized. But that being said too, you and your daughter both are in the wedding together. Yeah. And so if you're wearing a tuxedo, she, she, like, oh no, but I wouldn't wear a tux you, I on your... made you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> would have been so weird. Yeah. You wouldn't have been wearing, you'd have had to look at, and you'd have had your hair pulled back like a boy. <laughs> no, you would have. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Okay, no. I was in my friend Luke's wedding as a bride. And, and, I, and I couldn't even look at the pictures. And no. I wore the same dress as the bridesmaids and my hair was down. Well. It was fine. Anyway, you guys are bridesmaid shopping today, dress shopping. Yes. You're good. Who's, I don't want to reveal too much. I'm there, a, is an, there is other people going, but I don't are. think y'all have said who's going. I haven't said who's in my wedding party at all. Heck, one person haven't even asked yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Oh, okay. Who? <laughs> yeah, he's going to tell you right <laughs> yeah, now. I'll say it now. <laughs> How many are on each? I don't even know. How many? Because uh, I, I know there's a, like, there's another, there's a couple little junior bridesmaids. So Stashira will have some girlfriends up there. Uh-huh. Just, I think there are three junior bridesmaids. Yes. My niece. I have four kids. Bro. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Her niece. No, there are no junior groups. <laughs> no juniors in there? No, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other junior bridesmaids, we were talking about getting the junior bridesmaids together for like a little, I don't know, maybe should schedule them getting their nails done or something oh. together. Well, there's breaking news. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, are you guys, do you guys post pictures of that? I, that is up to her, not me. I wouldn't think so. Cause I don't think. I, I don't know what kind of decisions are going to be made today. I just I just know where to be and what time. I don't know the details. What'd you do yesterday? Oh, I went to try on bridesmaids dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and Caitlin. Yeah. And another bridesmaid. And it's, how'd it go? It was, um, well, what can I say? Uh, the first dresses that me and the other girl tried on are what we went with, which is crazy because we tried on tons. But the first ones we put on are the ones that we went with. So we could have saved a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's funny because you want to be nice. The ladies, they're working. So you put it on and you know, it's just awful right away. But then you want to do the whole thing where you walk out and all the dresses are big. She she has to like pin you up because they just want it to make it easy for any size to put them on. So then they do what they need to do to make it fit you. And then you're, I mean, sometimes I was like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. But you kind of act like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Caitlin was always so nice. She was like, you look beautiful. And I'm like, stop. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, but, which, by the way, we were talking about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Amy and her daughter, Sashira, are on Caitlin's side of the wedding. But we didn't mention your son is the ring bearer. Because mm-hmm. we gave him little sunglasses to wear. Yeah, he's pretty pumped about those. So he can walk down the aisle. And they were really nice cool. sunglasses. I don't think he appreciated that. Oh, no, he did. I don't did. think he knew the difference. Oh, no, he did. He said that he was so worried about them. Oh, he good. said, will you keep them in your nightstand? He wouldn't put them in my drawer. He said, they'll be safe here. These have to stay this way for the wedding. So he, he recognized. Don't worry. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. Well, that's a wrap for me and this week's show. I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen in and hanging out with me and Eddie and Lunchbox as we relive some of the fun moments from this week. You know, I always share everything on our website, bobbybones.com. There's all kinds of videos up there. Plus, you can follow us on every kind of social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Bobby Bones Show. I really hope y'all enjoyed this week and you relived the best moments with me the same way that I saw them. Maybe not. That's okay, too. Also, you can follow me at Morgan. I will see y'all next week. Bye. Mr. Bobby. Boom.